it's all about trust and building that relationship. Yes. And, and that's so important all across the board in development of, of kids. Hello and welcome to The Journey, your radio show, hosted by Neville D'Angelo, author of A Soundbite Life and Flight of the Fused Monkeys, a PRG Emerging Technologies Forum keynote speaker and founder of Rio Sports. I am Joseph Ellison. Enjoy! Parenting. Yes, parenting. It must be an awesome responsibility, if not the most awesome on planet Earth. To set a child on course to becoming. From the wide array of songs and sounds from so many, uh, this global pause has exposed some of us to just a glimpse. Awesome responsibility. A lot to cover. However, in this episode, we've opted to focus on just four pivotal bits. So, how do you build a child's resilience? How do you facilitate a child overcoming failure so that that child benefits as much from failure as from success? How do you help a child develop long-lasting confidence? How do you teach a child to be a creative problem solver. Yes, I know, that's quite a lot. So you might be asking, how do we plan to cover that much in just these few minutes? Well, we don't mind tough problems. So we decided to come at it from a unique angle and call upon one of our favorite coaches to bail us out. Tobias Clemens, a top college tennis player, he transitioned into a successful professional on the World ATP Tour, playing in our favorite Grand Slams and playing against the likes of Juan Martín del Potro and Novak Djokovic. Later, he became a Division I coach, coaching at Southern Methodist University. Married with two children, he transitioned into program directing first in Peru and is currently director of tennis operations at Weymouth Club in Boston, responsible for teams, recreational adults, and high-performance juniors. On my return, I'll be inviting coach Tobias Clemens to serve up a few aces for us. Along the journey, we stop at intriguing places and meet fascinating people with novel solutions to some of life's tricky questions. And we play a few games and track the remarkable characters of three classic books, A Soundbite Life, Flight of the Fused Monkeys, and Illicet. A time to begin again, all of which can be found on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Well, hello, Tobias. I'm so glad that you 
uh, are, are willing to come on and speak to us again. This is beautiful. How are you? Hey, Neville. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be on your show. Um, I, I love everything you do with it, and it's a great honor to be on the show. Well, it's a great honor for us to have you on the show. I love it. Give us an update of what's going on, if you don't mind. Well, I am uh, currently working in a, a large health club, health and tennis club, close to Boston, Massachusetts. It's called the uh, Weymouth Club. Hmm. And I am responsible for all teams, adults, and high-performance juniors. So it's usually a very busy uh, tennis managing, tennis coaching life that I have. Mm-hmm. And obviously now with the uh, global crisis that we're in, it's, it's a little bit less busy, obviously. And i um, uh, glad I have an opportunity to talk to you about my experiences. I would love it. Not so long ago, I saw a couple of videos of your kid. I know your kid ever since he was, uh, uh, you know, just bored. And it's remarkable the amount of improvement he has with his tennis. Tell me, what is it like coaching your own kid? Oh, my God. I, I mean, it's so exciting because um, if there's one thing that he that he has, it's passion. Yeah. And uh, we all know that in order to learn a skill or a trait or a profession, uh, you have to have passion for it. Otherwise, it's, it's, it's just not, it's not the full deal. It's not the whole experience. Mm. So he has a passion. He goes out and uh, works in a room on his volleys, even in a small space. Uh, he goes to for an hour to work on his service while I'm teaching lessons at the club, and he just loves the game. And um, I almost see the same passion in his brother. I mean, he has a small brother mm-hmm. that's a little younger that has the same kind of passion. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe they're going to grow up together and become doubles players one day. That would be my biggest dream. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. What is it like? You and I both know we have uh, we watch other parents trying to to coach their kids, and it's often a disaster. (laughs) Turns out. So what? Now you're you're right in the hot seat. How is that? Yes, uh, my older son uh, Toby Tobias. He also started playing tournaments a year ago, and I can tell you, I was so incredibly nervous the first time he stepped on a court to play a tournament Mm. and there were actually a couple of the parents from from his training group there at the Weymouth Club they were there also watching their kids and I told them like oh my god I can finally feel and see what you guys are feeling and seeing at those at those events Mm. and it's very hard to uh, put things into perspective I think perspective is the key word here uh, this is all a learning process. It's an incredibly long process. Mm-hmm. Um, developing as a tennis player is really more of a marathon or two marathons <laughs> yes. instead of any any kind of sprint. Right. So, um, you know, look at the performance. Look at little aspects of the game where you want your, your player or your, or your child to improve on. And then just focus on those things. Don't try to look at, um, is he winning the match? Is he winning most of the points? Look at little things like, oh, wow, he has a second ball in his pocket. So now he can make a second serve without chasing down a ball before his second serve. Mm-hmm. You know, those are little growing uh, aspects of a personality, growing aspects of an athlete. And those are the ones that you have to focus on. And that helps you with your nervousness as a, 
as a parent or coach too. Mm -hmm. But you had to train him from nothing. What was it like training him? Um, well, luckily, um, with, with little Toby, he, he is very uh, naturally skilled. Mm. Even though that's, again, that's a dangerous path to even describe that because um, everything is, is about work and process mm. and less about talent. But he's pretty skilled. And so a lot of the things he picks up by just watching. Mm. So I usually, uh, when I get him after school and uh, he hangs out with me at the club, he watches me sometimes teaching some lessons or he watches the tennis channel when it's on in the lobby. And he really just is able to... Um, um, imitate the movements of the professional players. Mm -hmm. so he, uh, he has that kind of learning skill of just watching. If I would try to explain it in a shot, um, all the technical things that they teach you at the USTA, the unit turn and the, the lagging of the racket and the racket head speed and all those kind of things, you wouldn't even understand that because um, age-wise, intellectually, he's not quite there. He's only, he just turned eight. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't really understand what a unit turn was a kinetic chain and all those kind of things. He just, he just does it naturally because it feels right to him. Um, with him, what I really need to work on is, is keeping him disciplined, that he you know, picks up the balls after him, that he doesn't get upset when he misses shots, that he doesn't necessarily try to compete all the time with all his friends. Because in the end... If you do all those things, um, you know, competing all the time, not picking up, you're going to be without anybody to play with because nobody wants to play with you. So um, he needs to learn, everybody needs to learn really to be a kind person and a good, a good person to begin with. And then you can also work on the tennis game. It makes it a lot easier to work on the tennis game. Yeah, how's he responding to that? He, he's getting it. I mean, again, he's still very young and um, it... It bothers him to pick up balls, and it bothers him not to play against points right away, so that he gets more pushed into a into like a, a drill situation. But he, he gets it. He gets it. He knows that the other kids are doing it, and he knows that I, as a program director and coach of the group, I cannot have him just jump around and do whatever he wants. I mean, he has to be uh, in the group and uh, acting like the other kids. Mm -hmm. You know, all my students, I care about all my students, and all of them are important to me, and they all have their strengths and weaknesses, and and they have to feel that they can trust me. Mm -hmm. They cannot, you know, that's, if, if the student doesn't trust you, then their relationship is already lost in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, once there's a trust, once there's a bond, and once the student feels you care about the student, then you can take them to the next level, then you can take them on a journey with you, of becoming a better tennis player each and every day. Trust is extremely important. And how the, with having your child there, um, how, do, how do you differentiate it just personally? How do you process that? Um, because the last thing I want is to give an impression that I'm doing favoritism to my own son um, as opposed to um, coaching the, um, the other kids in the group. To me, all the kids in the group are important, and they all have great skills, and they all have things that they have to work on. So I really need to make sure that none of them has an impression that I would be watching more uh, Toby's tennis <laughs> rather than their tennis. Right. So sometimes even I am actually getting into a situation where Toby says to me, hey, why don't you play with me more? Why don't you watch me more? 
and that becomes a little bit of a, a tricky situation for me too because I don't want to give him an impression that I am not caring about him. So the exact opposite. As a tennis coach, you care about all your your players and trust and um, is so important because if you if they don't trust you and if they feel that you don't care about them, then there's no way you can coach them and there's no way you can take them on a journey with you. So in order to really make sure they get a bit, become better tennis players, it's all about trust and building that relationship. Yes. And, and that's so important all across the board in development of, of kids and development of tennis players in particular. That's awesome. We'll be right back. You are on the journey. Journey's platform is thejourney.riosports.com. There you will find a slew of remarkable resources and tools available to you free. Visit thejourney.riosports.com. Riosports is spelled R-Y-O-S-P-O-R-T-S. The Journey riosports.com Perhaps you might find our personal development segment perfect for you or your health. Find there actionable advice from reputable and renowned medical professionals. The journey I am back with Coach Tobias Clemens. Uh, Coach, can you talk to us about resilience and about overcoming failure, two very important aspects of both tennis and life? Absolutely. I think sports, and in particular tennis, teaches you so many valuable life lessons, Yes. Um, especially for, for kids and also adults to be able to... Um, work on the skill to be able to work on on their passion um, because everybody that steps on a tennis court um, loves the game i think that's that's important um, they work on overcoming failure every day because then it's a difficult sport to learn so you will be missing a lot of balls when you play it's a big part of the game is to miss the ball so um, the person that is able to deal with this failure um, meaning the missing of the ball, either in the net or long or wide, the person that deals with that the best usually is the one that wins the match, if you look at it from a competition standpoint. Mm -hmm. So dealing with uh, overcoming failure is, is highly important for a tennis player. So as a coach, how do you, how do you instill that or teach that to uh, a player? Well, number one is to raise awareness within the player to say it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. you are going to miss balls. And you got to give examples. Like, look, Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, they also miss balls. However, the way they treat those misses, that's what you got to look at. Mm -hmm. They treat those misses as opportunities to become better in the next shot because every miss is usually a, uh, it gives you feedback. For example, if you miss the ball um, in the net, that means, okay, the next shot, you should try a, B, and C. A would be, for example, okay, let's try to bend our knees a little bit more. 
B would be, okay, let's try to get a little bit of a, of a steeper swing pass. Or C, let's just try to be more conservative and make sure we get the ball over the net. So you have different solutions to a problem. And a tennis player has to pick those solutions and see if that works. So you get those trial and error situations and you learn to uh, solve those problems on the tennis court. So learning from failure and trying to overcome failure is a big part of, a, of the development of a tennis player. Mm -hmm. Not so long the program, we, we had a psychologist talking about uh, overcoming, um, uh, overcoming loss, overcoming failure. Uh, resilience is a part of that. How do you develop resilience in a player? Well, I mean, resilience is something you gotta you gotta work on every day. It's not <laughs> something you you can work on. Uh, you have um, a one hour lesson a week with a player, right. and they suddenly become resilient. Right. I mean, that is something that you got you gotta work on very hard every day, and um, and that goes only. Um, you know, with in accordance with with the parent, in accordance with the coach, you know, it's it's very important uh, for kids to um, to develop this resilience because, I mean, you and I or some of the listeners out there, we know uh, not everything is going to get perfectly uh, the way we want to. I mean, there's a lot of things in life that we would want to have different, but they don't, <laughs> and 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 we have to learn to deal with it to make adjustments and to try to make the best out of each situation and, um, you know, become the best version of, of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So resilience is a long process that, that uh, doesn't just happen overnight. It's something, little things in life, you got to keep working on those. Okay. I'll be right back with you. And when I come back, uh, Coach, if you don't mind, we'll talk about building confidence. And a very important thing that I believe uh, uh, we learn, especially from tennis, is how to create uh, creatively solve problems. I'll be right back with the coach. Yes, we in the journey do recommend you use mistakes as opportunities to find or create relevant solutions and to use them to become better. In our Modern Families segment on the journey, you'll also find regularly updated guides and activities for building resilience in children and for grooming them to overcome failure. Visit Modern Families on thejourney.riosports.com. You might also find similar information for adults in the personal development segment. Teens and adults can also select, if suitable, our mental toughness training program whenever slots are available. Those are in the Empowered Lives Forum. Seats are limited. They fill up quickly. Visit our platform, The Journey. I am back with Coach Tobias Clemens. Uh, Coach, confidence is an extremely important part of um, uh, playing a successful game. How do, what, what is confidence and how do you develop that in a person? 
Well, I think, again, here, uh, tennis is a very good teacher of those kind of lessons. Um, imagine a tennis match. Usually, there's no referee out there, and there's one player against another player, and you got to go out there, and you got to learn to stand up for yourself. Um, most of the youth, most of the youth sports are being officiated, and there's coaches on the sidelines, and there's teammates. However, in tennis, there's nobody there for you. You're out there on your own. You got to make your own line calls. You got to keep track of your score. And believe it or not, if you're not confident in yourself, then you're not able to do that. So every one of those kids that go out and play those tournaments uh, in the beginning stages, they have confidence. They're learning. They're learning the trade of confidence just by going out there and standing up for themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, similar for adults. I mean, there's countless USTA matches for adults that I saw where you go. You know, people go out there and uh, they get confronted with people that they otherwise would maybe not want to hang out with. <laughs> but you have to for for an hour and a half. You got to hang out with those people. You got to share a court. You got to share an experience with them. Right. And you got to be confident in yourself. Otherwise, um, they will they will eat you up and you will lose the match. And then you have a bad experience. But yes. at least you got to go stand up stand up for yourself. So no. that's that's a great teacher there for life lessons. I'm telling you, don't I know it? Now, um, the 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 thing, uh, I mean, so much as you know, both of us uh, know we love about tennis that teaches about life, but it's the place that you have to be constantly solving problems, creatively. Talk to us about that, and how 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 do you train a person to do that? Absolutely. I mean, look at all the different. Uh, possibilities of somebody to play a tennis match you can play uh, very aggressively meaning you come to the net a lot or you can play very defensively hit the ball high over the net you can hit the ball into somebody's backhand all the time so any anytime you're you're uh, confronted with one of those strategies of your opponent you got to find a way to counterattack those strategies mm-hmm. and sometimes you got to be you got to be creative with those kind of things for example the kids have to learn that if somebody uh, you know hits the ball to your backhand all the time and you may not like the backhand you got to really learn to run around your backhand uh, use your forehands in that way you open up your own forehands so maybe you can tease the other player to hit it into your forehand so you can change the whole complexity of the game whereas if you just stand there and keep hitting backhands back and forth with the other person mm-hmm. you're basically playing right into their strength and you're not solving the problem mm-hmm. um, so so every situation on tennis court uh, provides you with an opportunity to become a better problem solver if somebody hits a drop shot to you all the time what are you going to do <laughs> number one you could you could start anticipating when the drop shot is coming right so that means you change your core position a little bit going more forward and number two very important what are you going to do after the person did hit the drop shot maybe you're going to hit a drop shot right back to him so that that person has to come forward so there's a there's a lot of opportunities in tennis to solve problems and and again, you're all by yourself. There's no coach that you can ask because it's not allowed in a tennis match. You know, you can't just go and say, hey, coach, what can <laughs> what I do can here? I do? You have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So as a tennis coach, my responsibility is to give my student all those tools. Ah. So in my, my lessons or in my group lessons, mm-hmm. I try to create different scenarios. And then I ask my students, I say, hey, 
what we should do in this situation. Mm -hmm. um, because if I just tell the kid or the adult what to do, they don't really own it. Right. You have to be able to have them develop it themselves. Awesome. So if the, if, if the player says, well, the, the person drop shots me all the time, I don't know what to do. And I say, okay, well, what do you think you should do? And then they say, well, I think I should possibly go a little closer to the net. And I say, okay, very good. So what happens now that you're closer to the net? What can you do with the next shot? Well, I can take it actually a little bit more with control and I'm able to dictate the point myself. And then so you kind of guide them through the problem-solving uh, process. Mm -hmm. And then that, that really hammers home. That's how they really own their own um, then that leads back into confidence. It gives them confidence because they feel they solve the problem themselves, and mm. you just help them guide guide them through it. Yes, yes. I think uh, 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 coach coaching is such such a wonderful contribution to society. Um, uh, you know, not only in the development of individuals, but in changing the way. Um, you know, little by little, we we change the whole way society functions because we're yeah. there we're there just helping people um and i'm i'm assuming some of this of course is from your own experience some of it uh you learn some of it we learn from each other i think all those things come into play would you agree i agree absolutely and um that tennis in particular always had a reputation of being a very uh, a gentle sport where you know there's certain etiquette there which, which I love about the game. I mean, if you have an opportunity to go get the ball for your opponent and pass it over nicely so that they can take the first serve, or if something was bothering and you give them an extra second serve because they, they double faulted and you say, oh, well, hold on, just do, you got distracted, do it over. I mean, it, it gives you so many opportunities to display kindness and uh, uh, sportsmanship, mm -hmm. tennis in, in particular. I mean, it's it's just amazing how how much of a good person you can become uh, if you're a good tennis player. I mean, a good person on tennis court. And uh, coach, you are a beautiful person. I am so glad that I've known you for so long, and I'm glad that you were you've done a lot of travels since the last time we talked. I'm glad that you were yeah. willing to come back on our show. You know. Uh, Absolutely, and especially now where, you know, being healthy and keeping your mind busy and not getting getting too, you know, desperate and frustrated with things that are going on, um, I think sports and, and tennis can give you a nice change of pace to your life. Just go out there, try to hit some balls, uh, hopefully outdoors, and you can just enjoy yourself getting a sweat in and, and working on your game. It's just it's, it's wonderful. It is wonderful. But thank you so much. Thank you. It's my pleasure. The Journey is available free on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Rio Sports Radio, and several of your favorite internet platforms. Download, embed, and share via any of the social media you love. Awesome responsibility. Awesome responsibility.
Every new era is marked by a challenge that reveals the true nature of its character, its soul, its heart, our very being. A challenge so pervasive, so corrosive, so corrupting, it indulges our need for respite. A challenge that demands a new breed. A breed beyond the hero. The hunks I dreamed. In this brilliant epic adventure, we encounter the rare qualities of those equipped for this challenge. The hunks I dreamed. <laughs> the hunks I dreamed is available on Amazon, Audible, and uh, Apple. The hunks I dreamed. See you next week. <laughs>